Rooted in religion and tradition, what Yalda basically means is that be prepared for the new era, or as the fans of Game of Thrones may recognize, the tradition is telling us be aware because the winter is coming. Hello, this is Somaya Dehban, a loyal Dutchified Iranian who has curated her kin throughout the years. I am the creator and host of Your Curated Kin, a podcast for anyone who has ever struggled with finding their tribe, whether in their own native land or some other place on this planet. Join me every fourth Tuesday of the month to hear about the everyday challenges of life and how it has shaped my personality, my relations, and my career. Now grab your favorite drink and let's unwind this episode of Your Curated Keen. Welcome to the third episode of Your Curated Keen. Thank you for showing up and tuning in. Since I started with my podcast series, this is actually episode number 12. Yes, since October, for each of my four podcast series, I have recorded three episodes, and this one is episode number 12. When I started these podcast series, I wanted to show the interconnectedness of different subjects and how addressing one issue requires addressing several other issues. So to keep you updated with other podcasts and show the interconnectedness between each of these topics, on quarterly basis, I share with you a summary of what has been discussed in other podcasts and how they are related to your curated kin. I particularly added your curated kin to my set of podcasts because we, especially women, are constantly told to keep our personal life away from our professional life. And to me, it is impossible to make this separation and stay human. Our personal lives are an integral part of our professional lives and how we conduct ourselves in our professional settings directly impacts our personal domain. So in this episode, I talk about Yalda, a Persian tradition to celebrate the beginning of winter. Yes, you heard it right. Celebrating the beginning of winter. Yalda night, or in Persian we say Shabe Yalda or Shabe Chele, is an Iranian festivity celebrated on the longest and darkest night of the year. According to the calendar, the correspondence to the night of December 20 or 21st in the Georgian calendar. The longest and darkest night of the year is a time when friends and family gather together to eat and drink, read poetry, until well after midnight. Fruits and nuts are eaten, and pomegranates and watermelons are particularly significant. The red color in these fruits symbolizes the crimson hues of dawn and glow of life. 
Shab Yalda was officially added to Iran's list of national treasures in a special ceremony in 2008. In Zoroastrian tradition, the longest and darkest night of the year was particularly unfavorable day, and the practices of what is now known as Shab Yalda were originally customs intended to protect people from evil during that long night. People were advised to stay awake most of the time in case of misfortune should befall them, and people would then gather in the safety of groups of friends and relatives, share the last remaining fruits from the summer, and find ways to pass the long night together in good company. Rooted in religion and tradition, what Yalda basically means is that be prepared for the new era. Or as the fans of Game of Thrones may recognize, the tradition is telling us, be aware, because the winter is coming. Yalda also tells you how to be prepared. Firstly, change your sleeping routines, benefit from the length of the night and stay up longer. Secondly, get together more often with your family and friends, your curated kin, because together you can be better prepared. The coldness of the winter and the depression of the winter is less felt when you're accompanied by your loved ones. And lastly, enjoy the last bits of summer and treasure the memories of the sun as it will come again. And we all know that time flies when we are having a great time. So be closer to your families and loved ones during the difficult times. I know it is difficult to be with our families and friends during the pandemic. In the Netherlands, we have started a new lockdown again because the number of infections has alarmingly gone up again. Yet there are many alternatives. We can still go for walks in the nature together. We can still use telephones and video chats to talk with each other. And we can still wave at each other from the windows. Let's go through this winter with the focus on what we can do and enjoy that. If you are listening to this and you feel you do not have anyone to talk to, just send me a message. I always enjoy talking to others, especially the ones who listen to my podcasts. And remember, I know that it is not easy to ask for help. We talked about it in the previous episode. Yet take the chance, be in charge, and reach out. Now that we talked about Yalda and how Iranians prepare for the winter, Let's hear a summary of all the other topics I discussed in my other podcasts. Every first Tuesday of the month, you can listen to Scale Your Impact, where I talk about my PhD research at Rotterdam School of Management. The topic of my research is enhancing the impact of cross-sector partnerships to accelerate the collective progress towards achieving sustainable development goals by 2030. In my PhD research, I focus on three catalysts for accelerating the progress towards 2030 agenda. The first catalyst is the positioning and motives of civil society organizations at the local and international level. As not merely implementers of international development, 
but also as agents of change that play an active role in the balanced society. This catalyst is also based on the approach of rights and responsibilities, which I discussed in the first episode of Your Native Analyst. Our development aid approaches are at best rights-based, and I believe without the inclusion of responsibility in our approaches, we would never achieve the true sustainability. The same can be said in our political negotiations and representation. Every second Tuesday of the month, you can listen to Your Native Analyst, where I share my analysis on selected political affairs around the world, specifically in Iran, Middle East, European Union, and the Netherlands. I explore and contextualize issues that are usually not picked up by the mainstream media. On the first episode of this podcast series, I discussed how addressing the complex situation in the Middle East and Iran also requires a complex approach. I noticed a gap in the information that is provided by the mainstream media to the non-natives who follow the news about Iran and by extension the Middle East. Of course, with all the technology available, we can have the news translated from any language to our native language by artificial intelligence. However, what is missed out in these translations, or better to say, what is lost in translation, is the underlying nuance. And in many cases, if not all, the underlying nuance is where the actual news is left. I also mentioned that as a liberal, I believe in personal rights and responsibilities. In 1999, a group of opinion leaders under sponsorship of UNESCO introduced a draft for Declaration of Human Duties and Responsibilities, which was not endorsed. This declaration is what I advocate for, because it is based on active and proactive motives of individuals, companies, and governments. In the second episode of Your Native Analyst, I talked about the complexity of the Iranian political system. I use the sort of a metaphor to describe this complex and wicked problem. I compared the political system of Iran to a mule, which is an inbreed of horse and a donkey. I discussed how this inbreed system has taken elements from various political systems, yet does not really fit into any of the political systems known previously. I added that like a mule, the political system of Iran is stronger, more stubborn and more resistant than its parents. Yet, also, like a mule, it cannot reproduce itself and will not give rise to a new generation. And like a mule, it can be quite unpredictable when put under pressure. My other podcast that comes out every third Tuesday of the month is called Your Funding Network, where I explore innovative fundraising for community-based activities and discover how we can exit development aid and move towards a truly sustainable international development sector. By the description of it, I bet you feel the connection it has with my PhD research. Both of them are related to sustainable development. To exit development aid, which in my opinion is one of the byproducts of Agenda 2030, we need to make our development aid 
programs community-based centered, and as a result, the financing required for their sustainability should also come from the community. The development aid was meant as a temporary solution, and I delved into this subject in the first episode of Your Funding Network. In the same episode, I talked about my mother's legendary work as a community-based fundraiser and how collectively together with her neighbors, local shop owners, and local authorities, she built one of the biggest sports centers in her community. In the second episode of Your Funding Network, I talked about six main questions and issues that need to be addressed for every fundraising effort from understanding the meaning of fundraising to whose responsibility is fundraising and where do we find the money. I also talked about fundraising methods and what needs to be in place before we raise funds effectively. And lastly, how to take our efforts to the next level. And the link between this podcast series and the others are at the point of interconnectedness. At an individual level, as I mentioned in your curated kin, and at community level, as I mentioned in your funding network, and at national and international level, as I mentioned in your native analyst and scale your impact. This was the last episode of Your Curated Keen in 2021. I want to take this opportunity to thank you again for tuning in every fourth Tuesday of the month and listening to my podcast. And if you are celebrating the Christmas holidays, I want to wish you a wonderful time with your loved ones. And if 1st of January is the beginning of your new year, I want to say Happy New Year. May this year be a year of scaling and thriving for you, your loved ones, and your organization. I feel quite blessed and privileged to have the opportunity to celebrate the new year twice a year. Once on 1st of January, and I have been celebrating this occasion for the last 16 years since I moved to the Netherlands, and once on the first day of spring, which is about 21st of March. And it's the time that day and night are of equal length. This celebration is based on my Persian heritage. In the March 2022 episode of Your Curated Kin, I will talk about this celebration in more detail. As you heard in this episode, each of these traditions, in essence, prepare us for what the world may bring us. And the best way to go about it is together, because together we are stronger. What was the aha moment of this episode for you? Did you hear about something that resonated with you and your life? I hope you felt connected with another human being who has experienced similar challenges to yours. I also hope you have some more head and heart space to absorb more from what life has to offer. Want to hear more? Sign up for my thematic newsletters to get notified about each episode and more. You can do this by going to my website, somayedehban.com newsletters. Until the next unwinding, Bedrude.